0: Whiskey! Welcome to the Whiskey Underground! Good evening, everyone, and welcome to the BSEA Whiskey Underground. We are here tonight in the secret speakeasy to relax and enjoy one of the finest man-made creations on Earth, whiskey. Um, Chris. What's going on, Scott? Welcome back. You get to fill in Brant's seat again.
1: My man's going to need to let the liver charge back up.
0: Yeah, he's got the day off. Yeah. I figured, you know what, he needs some time off. He's uh, He's been working hard, or hardly working, I can't tell. He's got like um, nine.
1: He's got like nine dogs in the house now. He needs some kind of rest.
0: Yeah, you know they bought a zoo. So <laughs> uh, tonight, Jeez, uh, br- bring that over. Jeez's gonna bring over a new bottle for us to to try out here on uh, on the C- secret speakeasy. What's it got? What's it got? Ooh, this is this is interesting. So this is Woodford Reserve Double Oat.
1: Oh, one of my favorites. That's a that's that's a dang fine bottle right there, especially for the price. It is.
0: That is. Uh, this is an interesting, interesting thing. So back in around 2012, Woodford uh, essentially took their, their standard Woodford Reserve, the standard juice that we know and love, mm-hmm. uh, that I first fell in love with way back in law school, that was really my first whiskey ever. And they decided to twice barrel this. Now, everyone does twice barrel. It's not, it's not anything new. But what they did was they took the whiskey out of its normal barrel and put in a separate new charred oak barrel. So normally, when you double, you know, when you double cast something, it's put into a used barrel, and it kind of matures a little bit more, gets some of the flavor from that barrel. But this is a essentially first. It's first, it's put into a brand new charred oak for X number of years. They won't tell you. Mm-hmm. And then it's taken out and put into another brand new charred American oak barrel, which is going to extract a lot of that um A lot of that uh, sweet oak character. So now,
1: do, does do the, the the chars on the barrels? I know there's different levels. Are they put in different? Are the the two barrels they swap in between? Are there different char levels on the barrels, or are they just literally the nope. same
0: barrels? Nope, they're literally the same, same barrels. Char. It just goes through a double process of it. Double process. Uh, the second barrel is deeply toasted, mm. and then gets a light charring on top of that. So it's first ah. deeply toasted. Which is probably about a two, and then gets a light charring, so you get another like it's probably actually it's probably about a three, and then goes to a nice light charring on top of that. So
1: it really uh, gets it really gets into the it's into the deeper parts of the wood there. So you're really gonna as that pulls through the wood, you're gonna get a lot of different flavors
0: through that. Then this is gonna be I I imagine this is gonna be pretty rich. Uh, It's pretty dark. Let's uh, let's go and pour some of this.
1: Smells amazing.
0: It does. Just take the bottle, take the cap off, take the stopper out.
1: Just, I mean, you can smell it as soon as you pop the stopper off, and just one of those ones that, I wouldn't mind having as a candle in the house.
0: That is a deep, deep dark mahogany color.
1: Yeah, that's uh, deep amber. That's a, I mean, that's, that's like that's dark a amber color. Oh, that's that's beautiful.
0: You, you know, you I can't, can't be- judge whiskey by its color.
1: Oh, absolutely not.
0: But you could certainly get a hint of what this is going to be like. Ooh man, Chris Morris. Uh, it's a little backstory. The Chris Morris is the master distiller at Woodford uh, Brown Foreman. This is a this is his kind of like baby to start the experimental process that he's been doing over the last couple of years, uh, taking the standard Woodford, move it into different barrels, uh, cherry, uh, hey. new American oak. Uh, used American oak and actually finishing different different barrels. Oat grain. He's been doing some amazing things over there at uh, Buffalo Trace. So much that he's actually in the World Whiskey Hall of Fame at the ripe age of, like, 56.
1: I mean, good lord. But, I mean, just the smells coming off of this are just... It just it's, it's, God,
0: it's... Yeah. It's uh all right, so proof on this, it's 45 point2 percent. Yeah. No age statement, but we do know it's it's probably somewhere in the six year old range, six yeah. to eight. Uh, mash bill is seventy two percent corn, eighteen percent rye, and ten percent malted barley. So no wheat in this. It's just corn, rye, and, and malted barley. Pretty high rye actually, eighteen percent. Which is which is really su- surprising for the smell, like. I,
1: on the nose I don't I don't get a whole lot of rye out of that, which is you know, for the amount of rye they got in there.
0: No, it's a nice it's fairly a fairly nice mellow. It's yeah. sweet and it's oaky.
1: I get a I get I get um I get maple. Like a yep. maple maple
0: smell. You can definitely tell there's like a maple syrup, like a drizzle of like syrup on that on the top of it.
1: I get uh I almost get like a baked apples, like a apple fritter type. Smell some baked apples in there.
0: Yeah, there's a lot of vanilla coming through there. Oh, yeah. Uh, a lot yeah. of toasted oh, oak.
1: You can smell the vanilla as soon as you pop the cork off that top. I mean, that's right in the friggin' nose.
0: Ooh. Uh, blow away the alcohol. All right? Okay. So just give it a little blow and then smell. It's like toasted marshmallows.
1: Oh, wow, yeah. It's like a, It's like a. It's like a... Yeah, lightly to you know, like we hold that marshmallow over
0: just a little longer yeah. than you need Ooh, to. That's really interesting.
1: Wow, it's... you you really you, and you get a little graham cracker in there too almost.
0: This one's sweet. Um I'm I'm excited for this one, so let's give it a try.
1: Okay. All right. Oh wow. It's so smooth. I get a lot of butterscotch. It just kinda lingers lingers on the tongue there. I get caramel, vanilla, butterscotch, all those Candy flavors come off of that. You definitely get that charred oak on the back there, the back end of my tongue. I'm getting the charred oak as I'm
0: finished. The oak is prevalent. It oh, yeah. is, it is totally. heavy. Sweet vanilla mm-hmm. are the dominant, like big heavy hitters on this one. Yep. Underneath, um, I pick out a lot of caramel.
1: Get some fruit in there too.
0: Yeah, that's, that che- that's going to be the cherry that I feel is going to come out of that wood.
1: It's uh, almost like a, you know what it almost, like the, the taste and the smell, it almost gives me that, uh. like the the chocolate-covered cherry taste. You know, like the, the dark chocolate-covered cherries you get, yeah. at, like Valentine's Day, Easter.
0: Like Bing cherries, not Bing cherries, that's the candy beans, yeah, right? Cur-
1: the carillo ones, the, yeah. the, the ones that are dome, little dome-shaped. I almost get, get that. I get that on the smell that, and the taste. I get that dark chocolate covered cherry on there.
0: It's almost like a little bit of like pecan, like smoked pecan or whatever you call it pecan. 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 Smoked pecan. <laughs> I think
1: it's pecan. Brent, Brent, Brent's going to yell at me.
0: I'm
1: from Georgia. We call them pecans. Uh,
0: it's, it's like smoked pecan on mm-hmm.
1: that. Yeah. And that's almost that's like a sweet. You know, it's like I don't know if you do this up up in Jersey, Scott, but for Thanksgiving we do a uh, sweet potato po- uh, sweet potato casserole. Mm-hmm. So it's a sweet potato with toasted marshmallow and
0: pecans. I got you all the way up until the pecans because uh, Ethan has a tree nut allergy, so yeah. no no pecans in the house, unfortunately. But, but
1: if the, the overall smell of this, yeah. you get I, I can get a little you get the sweet, this like almost a sweet potato toasted marshmallow and pecan you almost get a sweet potato casserole smell yeah
0: there's definitely some fruit in there
1: yeah besides the
0: cherry there's like definitely apples that you got the apple pie it's um, a little bit
1: of it's a, i want to say it's a little bit of apricot like a little bit of
0: it, there's some like there's some stone fruit in there
1: yeah yeah not peach because it's not quite that sweet
0: Mm-mm.
1: or peach it just goes down so smooth though like there's just there's little to no burn on that like
0: on the finish as i you know i mm-hmm. while you're while you're finishing the whiskey as it rolls to the back of your mouth there's almost like that top grain leather like a baseball glove
1: yeah i get that like a like a deep like a deep smoked leather like that
0: mm-hmm. but it, but it's not like it's not like over overly in in your face it's, it's just it's really
1: right there in the back cuz i get yeah. it, i get a uh, i get a oaky finish a little bit of a little bit of leather and then vanilla. The, the vanilla is just yeah from the like nose a, to the finish is in there,
0: like a drying leather. Um, yeah, there's not a lot of heat to this. It's not at all like surprising for know, ninety for ninety proof.
1: And the funny thing is, like I only really get the heat if I hold it in my mouth. Like I'm trying to swish around and get the flavors. And that's when I get the heat. If I just take a sip and and swallow it, I'm not getting anything out of it really. I mean, no, it's no, I a mean, no, little, I mean, little to no burn. It's a for a 90-proof, you know, something with the process it's gone through, I'd expect a
0: lot more burn out of it. You would. I mean, it spends its, its time, most of its time in in new charred oak. You'd think this would be nice and spicy, but it's super mellow. Yeah. And you get all those, like, uh, you know, warm tobacco, burnt caramel, dry leather on the finish. It's nice and bold on the finish, but not, like burning your mouth as it goes down
1: tobacco that's what it is those
0: earthy notes yeah
1: i get that i get that fresh tobacco smell because we have not, cigar shops down here in charleston that they have fresh tobacco leaves hanging up where yeah hand the rolling. drying tobacco that's, not, that's the, not the not the already dry not
0: smoking tobacco but yeah the tobacco leaves the leaves, that the are leaves hang mm-hmm.
1: that's what it was that's i was trying to pinpoint that one last nose scent I was picking up, that's, that's exactly what it is. It's a tobacco, leathery, this is, This finish
0: lingers for quite a while. But it's not, a while. A,
1: it's not one of those ones that you, you know, you, some of them you drink, like, it, you're like, okay, I'm going to take a sip of something to kind of drown it out. Mm-hmm. This is one of those ones that I don't mind at all. Like, this is one of those ones, like, honestly, I wouldn't mind having, like, a bar, you know, like a little bit of chocolate to go along with it. A little, little, little Hershey's dark chocolate.
0: Oh, yeah. Dark chocolate. Mexican chocolate. Oh, oh. there's like a little bit of
1: spice in it. Oh, oh yeah. With the little Mexican uh, chocolate with a little bit of chili pepper in it. Yeah. With this? Oh, dude, that'd be amazing. So I'm going to add water to mine. Let's add a few drops. here, see what happens.
0: It first brings time out this. a little bit of that vanilla. The marshmallow's gone, unfortunately. but.
1: Yeah, I get a lot more. That
0: was light to uh, begin with.
1: I get a lot more vanilla. I get a lot more oak.
0: Yeah, the oak is now coming to the forefront.
1: Yeah, I got a lot of vanilla, a lot of oak, which is, you know, goes hand in hand, I'm guessing.
0: Oh, yeah.
1: I'm getting, I can, I can still get the, I'm still getting that apricot smell. I'm still getting it in there. The stone the fr- fruit the in fruit there. The fruit
0: is still there. The stone fruit, the cherries, the. It's, hang, it's hanging out in the back. The apple is not there as much. That apple pie smell is kind of gone. Yeah. Wow, oh,
1: it's way. It's if it was smooth before, it's a lot oh, smoother now.
0: Smooth it is vanilla on the palate. It is caramel. It is just sweet corn bourbon. You know what this... that
1: tastes like? It's like? it tastes like I got a fresh piece of caramel from the Epcot Pavilion in Germany? Yeah. You know, you go into the old caramel shop there and You know, get a little chunk of that fresh caramel on there.
0: It's except this one has like white pepper. On the top, the the oak yeah. is now on the back end. The on white finish, pepper,
1: the white pepper is what gives you it's giving you that spice in there. That's that yeah. little bit of, on the back end there.
0: On the finish, you now get a little more oak, a little bit of white pepper. I like this one a lot. Yeah,
1: this
0: is this reminds me of like a, a the bourbon version of Deanston Twelve.
1: This would be good with pot roast. Oh yes, I feel like this would be a excellent excellent pour with pot roast or like a just a good meat a, potatoes kind yeah, of yeah, good rich meal. Yeah, this is a, this is a meat and potatoes kind of bourbon
0: wow um this is surprisingly awesome
1: it's it's one of those one of those ones that when you add the water to it it brings out the I feel like the the better flavors and the smells it's like,
0: hard it's it hard to imagine it's hard to imagine that this is the same mash bill the same distillate it's as still the hard. standard Woodford the weird thing is, that I don't, I don't get the rye. Like, the rye is in there
1: and it's prominent in the Mashville, but eighteen percent. Not, I'm not catching it.
0: No, it's not I'm there. That the rye spice that you would expect from a high rye, and and I call high rye when you get close to twenty percent. Yeah, it starts to get high rye.
1: What's well, it's, and I think and I think the only reason you're not catching that rye is because of the fact that he's doing that double oaked. Process in new barrels because it's not having it's it's like, it's, it's literally it's, going it's in, it. yeah, it's filtering it's out that rye, out. yeah. Because now, if he'd taken this and gone from a double, uh, you know, a, a new oak barrel to a twice used, once used barrel, you'd probably catch a little bit more of the rye because it's not getting it filtered as much. But this, you get just enough rye to let you know it's there, but not enough that it's like kicking in the face.
0: One of the flavors that tend to almost always get on a high rye whiskey and not a full rye because when you go full rye, to me, you get the eucalyptus and dill pickle flavors.
1: Oh, absolutely. I get dill pickle every time. I, I get that dill pickle culture, you know, that was that Clawson dill pickle yeah. taste. Yep.
0: And a high rye whiskey or high rye bourbon where it's, you know, 20, 25 percent, you get that cinnamon flavor and there's no cinnamon on this really at all. Like there's a just a tiny hint of it. Yeah, yeah, you're you're absolutely right. It's weird. I mean this is really good. I highly highly impressed with this.
1: And the price point on this is not bad either. I mean for the for the bottle. Oh. What do you what do you pay up there?
0: Um so okay, so normally this is uh look, this is the same juice that's in Woodford Reserve, your distiller select the standard bottle that you're yeah. gonna pay thirty five to forty dollars for. Mm-hmm. Okay, this is going to run you anywhere between 50 to 55 dollars. And for the extra 10 to 12 bucks, totally oh, worth it.
1: I think I paid for my first bottle of Woodford ever. I think I paid 50, yeah, I think it was 55.99. So about 56 bucks all said and done. And was it the
0: big, big bottle or the little one? No, it was a
1: standard, it a standard, uh, you know, standard side bottle.
0: Which, which, if you do want to listen to that, go back and check out our very first episode, very first um, full episode, episode one, where we reviewed uh, Woodford and and McKenna, actually.
1: Still, I'm still mad at McKenna.
0: I know. They got
1: popular. No, uh, the, the, the hipsters in California ruined, ruined a damn good bourbon for us.
0: <laughs> you mean <bars>. San Francisco? <laughs>
1: yeah, San Francisco. They had that It's I used to be able to buy McKenna for... Thirty bucks a bottle. Now last time I was it's at the 40. store it was 48. 48? forty eight. Forty eight? Wow. Forty-eight. I was Ooh. like, I'm not doing
0: that. Like I'll nurse the bottle that I got. I've I'm got two bottles that. left. Uh I'll nurse both of those. Uh, uh this one is fifty bucks. It is yeah. absolutely worth every penny.
1: Oh yeah. I mean this is this is one of those ones like if you're in the store and you see it, and if it's a store pick, grab it. I mean, either way, it's one of those Either way, ones grab you- it. Either way, grab it. If it's a store pick, it's probably going to have, you know, it's going to probably going to taste a little bit different. And I really wish I would have saved my other bottle so I could have compared
0: the two. Um, it little th- little hint on the store picks. The store pick basically means that someone from that store has gone down to taste different barrels and actually picked out the barrel that they want. Yeah. Um, highly recommend if you f- if you find a store pick of anything, try that one because it's probably going to be better.
1: Absolutely, I I love. If I'm, in a, if I'm in a liquor store of any kind and I see a store pick, even if it's like Old granddad Bottle and Bond, I'm grabbing it because I want to compare that to the the, the regular Old granddad Bottle and Bond. It's like, can you know, I have a like, you know, Maker's Mark? Mm-hmm. I don't, will not buy Maker's Mark. No. Just the regular Maker's Mark? Absolutely not. But I have a bottle of Maker's Mark Private Select, which is they sent somebody from our local store down there and she picked the staves that went in the barrel for the final aging process
0: yeah they so did something they did something weird with that where where they put it, there's a barrel and then there's actually wood inside the barrel yeah to they put age it a little bit they put
1: different staves in there and there's like a cherry oak stave blah 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 mm-hmm. but i got a bottle of that and it's actually really good incredibly complex but it's good so like yeah but again it's a store pick And you know, like I got one mine from Total Wine. I think like Derek Alverson bought his from Bill's Liquor here in South Carolina. Two different stores, two completely different flavor profiles of the same exact Maker's Mark Private Select. But yep, their store picked one thing, and that store picked the other thing.
0: Yeah, it's 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 definitely a good way to taste different styles and. you know, unlike beer, which beer when it goes in that bottle, it's the same process, the same beer that you're going to taste in a Lagunitas IPA is going to be the same beer that I taste in a Lagunitas IPA.
1: Yeah, I mean, yeah, the only difference when it comes to beer, the only difference you're going to get is if it's on tap or in a bottle. Yep, you're going to get a flavor difference if there's an it's on tap in a bottle. But that's about it. But with bourbon, man, it it varies, and I've, and I've I, had like. I got two. I got. I got three bottles of Blantons on the shelf right now, and I guarantee you, all three of them taste different.
0: If I really wanted to, I have three. I have, I have three bottles right now. I could taste each one, and each one's gonna have a little tiny difference to it.
1: Yep, because it's it's all about the barrels. I mean, mm-hmm. we, well, we did the uh, we did the Buffalo Trace Distillery tour back in July of last year. We got to go into the Blantons bottling room, which is. I mean, Scott, honestly, the room's not much bigger than your basement, dude. Like, no, it's, it's, not. No, it's not a big room. Like, they have a, a rolling rack across the back of the place with barrels and big copper vats below it. And they literally roll the barrels on there. They, they pop the cork off of it. They drain it in there. They, you know, they add their water to it. And it gets pumped through the thing. And these people just literally sit on a conveyor belt. They fill it. They label it. They write the little stuff on it. They wrap it. And it just... It goes down the line, but it's it's a it's well, a think, it's, a think of small it, it's one
0: process. It's one barrel at a time So they yeah. only do one barrel at a time
1: but the and thing then, that the thing that really mystified me with that was All these blends you can't get in country like Green the, green, the gold, brown black the brown um, the black They're all made in that one tiny ass building mm-hmm. All those different blends are made in that one tiny ass little building but they're shipped all over the country, all over the yep. world. Yep. I mean, that it's a tiny little building, dude. Like, it's a standard single-family house-sized. Gotta and, travel the world. And it blew—you know, thankfully I have a fiancé that travels the world, so I <laughs> kind of get her to track those things down. But um, we had the uh, had the benefit of trying the gold in Disney during the sheet-up. And— The gold man, is really good I would—I—I'm— um, I'm, I'm I'm Jonesing for another bottle a bottle of that man. That's that was some good
0: stuff right there.
1: Yeah, two hundred bo- bucks a bottle. I can kind of hold out though.
0: <laughs> yeah, uh, the gold is the barrel proof, and it is pretty epic.
1: Pretty nothing short of amazing. But well, main...
0: and and there's a reason why it's that price because they only do. I think, I think they only do about five thousand bottles a year. Yeah, it's, they don't. It's very rare.
1: The the tour guy told us how they broke down the bottle percentages and stuff like that. Like, and it wasn't for what they shipped out. Is like it didn't seem like a lot. And I was like, it's it was crazy. You know, because in the distillery they have like this one building down at the end of the road. You can see it's like a big old glass front wall, and there's a one there's a barrel sitting in there by itself, and that's their every millionth barrel they put it at that barrel in there and that specially ages all by itself all by its lonesome in a special building so like I think they were on their three or four millionth barrel when we were there it's just sitting there by itself in one building and I was yeah. like man what I wouldn't give for a bottle out of that barrel
0: yeah Blanton's gold is 103 proof which is about 10% or 5% higher than regular Blanton's it doesn't but it drink is, like um,
1: that though it doesn't drink like a 103 proof
0: no, it's it's pretty mellow. I mean, it's a lot of oak and honey, um, yeah. but it, it is it's it's rare because it's only shipped in international markets, and it's just it's just not available on a regular basis because of the uh, scarcity.
1: Well, I think Blanton's played a good game with that, though.
0: Yeah, well, that's what they do. Is look, you want to get it, you're going to go overseas to get it. I mainly like... Japan and China and yeah, um, the Europe, Caribbean Europe. and Europe. I
1: feel like Woodford could play this game.
0: I feel like Woodford is going to play this game soon.
1: Like, they could play this game with a version of this double oaked right here. Like, if they played the Blanton's game with that double oaked right there and did something with it, man, I'd, no, have Lauren. I'd have Lauren hunting all over the place for it.
0: I highly recommend the Woodford double oaked. All right, Chris, all that chatter about other whiskeys, let's talk about this one. <laughs> Give me yes. a number on it.
1: Um, you know, with this one, out of 100, I'm going to give it a solid, like, 95. Wow. Like, it's up there. It's up there for wow. me. It's it's one of the, uh, you know, a, a year ago, I I could not s- stand bourbon whiskey scotch. And thanks to you, I've grown an affinity to it. And now I have, like, 65 bottles behind me. <laughs> my, my fiance, lo- I blame that for I blame you. And so, Warren will yell... I'm a bad influence. Lauren will yell at you at some point about that, but no. Eventually. In all honesty, it's it's a road that I love going down. But out of the ones I've tried, American bourbons and whiskeys, I can give this one a solid 95. It's up there for me as far yeah. as everything.
0: That is extremely high. Now that is a that is praise, but I and I'm gonna give this really well praise too. Yeah. Um let me give you some background on my notes. Uh okay. Eh Taylor Single Barrel is ninety one. I gotta right. stay away from the, I gotta stay away from the Scotch whiskeys because a, a lot of them. The, the twenty one Glendronach is like a ninety seven. Yeah, uh, those are those are the ones that don't really count. Uh, Weller one hundred seven is a ninety. I'm gonna give this a ninety. I'm gonna give this a I solid ninety, which delicious. is high.
1: It's up there. I mean, it's it's a solid drinker, and it's one of those ones that, like I said. It's a meat and potatoes kind of meal drink.
0: Yeah, no, I, I, I thoroughly enjoy this one. I'm very impressed with uh, Chris Morris. Chris Morris does amazing things.
1: This would be one of those ones you could enjoy with a nice cigar too. If you're that kind of guy, oh, yeah. like, you want like a nice, you know, mild, the dark cigar. Pour a dram of this and just sit out there and smoke a cigar. That yeah, would I know, I know well. they're.
0: I know there are a number of, uh, secret society members with this in their collection. So if oh, yes. you've got it, go over to our Facebook group, facebook.com slash group slash BSEA podcast. Tell us what you think of the double oaked. It's a, uh, it's a solid drinker. Tell us your thoughts on it. Uh, post in the show notes when I post the show to the page, um, check it out and see what you, uh, see what you think. And those of you that, you own, that own it, share what you got. And those that don't own it uh, I'd say brush out and get one
1: yeah definitely this is definitely one of those ones if you don't have it in your collection you're missing out like it's one of those ones that I feel like the people that haven't drank bourbon before mm-hmm. and they're getting into it this is what they're expecting out of bourbon like a smooth just complex just sipper I feel yeah. like this is what they're expecting they do get that, but I feel like this is like what in somebody's mindset, like the previous position, that's what they're that's what they're expecting to get if they're drinking it neat. Yeah, and this is not one of those ones that I would drink any what any
0: other way but neat. I don't think. Oh, no, no. Honestly, uh, I didn't love the splash of water that goes in it. Keep mm. keep it neat. Keep it neat. Yeah, I mean, it might make a decent. I don't know. In an old fashioned. I think you're going to get mellowed out by too many flavors.
1: Yeah, I think the bitters would really mess it up. I yeah, think the bitters would mess it up a bit.
0: This is one you drink neat. Keep it neat and yeah. keep it tidy.
1: Yep. Don't mess with it. Don't it ain't broke, don't fix it. Yeah.
0: So uh, at this point I'm gonna remind you guys to go out to the market and uh, check out some of the whiskeys that we're gonna be drinking next week. Next show we're gonna be drinking uh, a couple of a uh, couple of different whiskeys. We're gonna be talking about Jock Lindsay.
1: All right. You can't it's not Disney without Jock Lindsay's.
0: That's right. We're also gonna be drinking some old scout.
1: Old Scout. Man, that's another going right there. That's
0: That's a solid, solid whiskey.
1: That's a very solid and you know, it's one of those ones that most people look at and they're like, Really? That there's an elephant on it. Like no. It's a solid whiskey for the for the price. Yep. West Virginia
0: It's a West Virginia, but it's it is sourced and it, I don't care. It's delicious. They but do we're great, also
1: do a great job also, with that one.
0: We're also gonna be drinking um some palm ridge reserve. Not the rye, the Palm Ridge Reserve.
1: I will be picking a bottle of that up this week while I'm down there with Trader Shan. We had actually talked about making a liquor run to pick up a bottle because I've been jonesing for a bottle because Tim and Adam have not stopped talking about that.
0: Hey, I've had some. It is pretty pretty awesome. It's very told,
1: good. I've been told to stay away from the rye, though.
0: Yeah, stay away from the rye. The rye is not <laughs> that good. It's it, it, To me, I think it's too much rye. It just didn't mellow mm-hmm. enough, and it's not very good. Not even good enough to make a cocktail with, but see, that's neither here nor there. <laughs> uh, but so go over go over to your local place. If, look, if you want to get the Palm Ridge Reserve, you're going to have to go down to the south. Uh, post that you want to pick up a bottle, and maybe someone in the uh, BSEA can help you out. We'll ship you, uh,
1: we'll ship you some olive oil.
0: Yeah, ship some olive oil, some pickle juice. Uh, Picklebacks, ba- pickle Yeah, Grant <laughs> <Berg. laughs> Some cases of water. Ah, uh, but yes. go over there. Check out our secret society. It's it's a lot of fun. That's where we post what we're drinking, post what we found. Uh, keep the adventure up. So, Chris, do you want to lead this one? Do you know the? Do you know the? Sure. All right.
1: All right. Well, mission statement. If you came here to learn, drink what you learn. If you came here to share, share what you drink.
0: If you came here a stranger, may you exit as a friend.
1: If you came here for adventure, drink, drink up. up. Cheers, everyone. Cheers, buddy.